Jinx Monsoon, and welcome to a brand new episode of I'm 40% Podcast. As always, there's a little shit in the chat room with me, and that little shit happens to be my financial responsibility. My son and comedy partner, Nick Sohoya. Look, I just want to say she might have claimed the producer role. She might have claimed I it, but I'm still doing all of the, the legwork. I'm still doing a lot of the editing. I'm still running the soundboard. I just, I object to this whole situation. Go ahead. It's called grunt work when you're doing it. Um, <laughs> we sure do have fun here at Monsoon Incorporated. Um, today's guest is Irish, a comedian, and Nick's new stepfather. It's Lee Brophy. <laughs> That's more Scottish, right? Lee Brophy. <laughs> Hi, stepchild. How are you? Hi, Lee. I miss you. I miss you too. I miss you too. I miss your hugs. Oh, yeah. Your hugs. Yeah. Your I love hugs. the way Irish people say hugs. Hugs. Give me a, <laughs> give us a hug. <laughs> and the funny thing is, is we actually don't hug each other. <laughs> no, it's forbidden. The Vatican yeah. would look down on it. <laughs> the fashion. Um, Lee, have you seen the show Bridget and Eamon? No, but I think I'm related to them regardless. <laughs> <laughs> it's um I no one has ever seen this show. I don't even remember how I saw the show. I don't remember on which platform I saw it on, but I watched every episode. I was obsessed with it. And it's just about an Irish married couple with their five to eight children <laughs> um in the eighties in Ireland, in like the suburbs and the working class. And they do have five Is this to just eight the children. Goldbergs? No, Are you talking about no, the Goldbergs no. right now? <laughs> it's, it's pretty absurd comedy, too. Um, like, the mother-in-law becomes a zombie at some point. But they do have five to eight kids where, like, there's always, like, some number between five and eight of children <laughs> running around the house. But they're always different children. <laughs> the children are a big plot point, but um, also not important throughout the show. <laughs> Are they are they all the same age as well, or are they like? They're all yeah, roughly the same <laughs> age. You could say they're. And sorry, this is my last um, anecdote about Ireland. Um, my best friend Kenny, um, uh, their sister is exactly one year older than them. They were born on their sister's birthday, and I heard that's called <laughs> being Irish twins. <laughs> It is if it's like if it falls right before the birthday. I think they're. I think they oh. just got out out the window. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have. I have, I have no are... strong feelings one way or the other. <laughs> <laughs> now that I'm done debasing your origin country, um... <laughs> keep going. Yeah. Keep going. 
Yeah, uh, I'm actually Irish. Let me take this one, Mom. <laughs> Lee, you are a very talented stand-up comedian. We met at a comedy festival in the Midwest called the Midwest Comedy Queer Comedy Festival. Yes. Uh, shout out to Dwayne. Thank you for putting that on. Um, met a lot of cool people there, and I think you're the one I've probably stayed in touch with the most. And shortly after I got to meet you, you became a big uh, TikTok star. <sighs> Oh, is that what Big we're calling celeb. it? Celeb, <laughs> a, a TikTok celeb. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I just, uh, I, I think I just connected with people in a way that they really needed. I think it might be that it might also have to do with the fact that you're distractingly hot. I, I would say that you're our second guest in a row that's just a little too good looking for us to not acknowledge distractingly good looking that that's a term we use in the monsoon family often <laughs> like if i'm performing a show and i can't remember the punchline because i'm staring at someone in the front row that person is distractingly good looking gotcha. and, <laughs> <laughs> um i want to suggest that all our viewers and listeners go follow lee brophy on instagram if you don't have tiktok like me um, Lee puts up all the good TikToks on the Instagram for yeah, all you'll people see the, like you'll see me. the greatest hits. <laughs> yeah, you have to. You do have to filter them. And uh, my you skincare sort of... technique is just cigarettes. In case anyone was wondering, <laughs> Your you content... sort of curated this uh, this priest <laughs> character. Tell us about the priest. <laughs> yeah, so the priest. I like. I wrote a TV show during the pandemic because I was bored, and <laughs> he was a character from it. And I was like, I would love to get Gen Z's feedback because they. They seem like they're going to take over. <laughs> and so I just put a bunch of the characters up and that was the one that people were like, I can't believe a priest is saying these things. Mm. And <laughs> I just kept rolling with it because I thought it was super stupid and satirical and funny. And I got banned like six times because, well, people don't like it when you tell the truth. I don't know. I don't. <laughs> people don't <laughs> like hearing the truth as much as they, you know what? They can't handle the truth. Um, oh. Where have I heard <laughs> that before? Some movie or something. Um, Lee, I will pay content- you $100 if you can tell me what movie that's from. <laughs> will you stop interrupting me? It's from A Few Good Men. Now. Um, <laughs> Genuinely shocked. <laughs> Your content is very bisexual in nature. Um, hmm. You're doing a lot to educate the world about the thoughts and feelings of bisexuals. What would yes. you say is your most altruistic act as a bisexual comedian? Uh, probably something sexual. Um, <laughs> just putting it out there. Uh, I, uh, I don't know. I'm doing it for myself. It's not for anyone else. This is all just for me. I think we're all narcissists. That's yeah. I said that right. Um, and it's well, you said it Irishy, but yes. <laughs> Na- narcissist. 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 <laughs> Sorry, I promise not to do that the whole episode. It's because I'm an actor. It's not because I'm xenophobic. I'm an actor. <laughs> it's for the stage. Um, yeah, it's. It's honestly just, it's just good fun. And if people get something more out of it, then hooray. Um, yeah, but I, I've I don't gotten want to be a lot a... out of it. <laughs> okay, well. <So. laughs> uh, Lee, have you seen the show Futurama before? Are you familiar? Oh, yeah, sure the Futurama show we're talking about. <laughs> I, sh- I love, um, so I, when I moved to America, because I lived there for about like 12 years, let's say, um, I would watch it when I would come home because I was like too afraid to go outside because I lived in a not so great part of the north side in Chicago. 
and uh, I yeah I just watched all like late night cartoons and that's what formed my sense of humor uh hello um, that's the only reason I have a job today is because I've just, um, it's like a inception. I've just like, um, absorbed the best parts of all the, um, the Fox late night animated, the w- animation domination. That's what they called it. They only called point- it that for like two years and Futurama wasn't on anymore. Um, but there was a point where all of the programming on Fox, um, late night on Fridays or Saturdays, was just all animated. I, it was a renaissance. Because you had TGIF, which for a while was all paranormal. Teen Angel, Sabrina the Teen Witch, something about aliens, I don't know. Um, and then Family Matters. And then you had the animation domination. Wait, 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 wait. Something about aliens is like... <laughs> The best satire name for like a, a <laughs> shitty comedy about aliens. Oh, you're so, thinking comedy? Know. I'm thinking like CW drama. <laughs> yes, something yeah, about yeah. aliens. There's something about aliens. Or it's the uh, sequel to something about Mary. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it takes a weird turn. It takes a hard left turn. Do you, um, Lee, do you have a favorite Futurama episode, a favorite Futurama memory? Um, I. God. Off the top of my head, no, because it's well. Actually, no. I love the the uh, Kwanzaa Christmas uh, crossover one. Um, oh, the anthology like, holiday episode, which yeah. I said I like too. It's, and Jinx um, said I was wrong, so oh, she no, hates your. I said I normally taste. skip over the holiday episodes, and you said you hated that one specifically. I can't remember. <laughs> anyway, it, honestly. let's get into the episode. It's a great episode. I want to start talking about it right away. Mm. It's one of the my episode. favorites. It's, it's a there. very good episode. And it's kind of like it's the episode that just deals with the Peg Bundy thing and yes. then they never touch it again. <laughs> they haven't touched it until this point. They'll never touch it again. I think it was a very kind thing they did for their audience because uh, when you're like an American child with OCD, you're like, why is it the same person? I need to know. I have to have a reason why Peg Bundy is Leela, you know? I used to freak out when actors would be in two movies as a kid. When oh, I saw totally. Sarah Jessica Parker and Bette Midler in Hocus Pocus, and then I saw them both in First Wives Club, I was like, but they were in Hocus Pocus together. And my mom was like, yeah, so? And I was like, but isn't that weird? Like, they had to play sisters in that movie, and in in this movie they're playing enemies like what's going on <laughs> it really freaked career, me out <laughs> career actors wow. Wow. And this, uh, how could they? you get one movie that's it <laughs> the episode is called a bicycle built for two <laughs> there's no cold open we have a chiron over the opening thing it says this episode has been modified to fit your primitive screen I would say this is one of the best Chirons. I would give it five Chirons out of a possible <laughs> five Chirons. Lee, what would you rate it? I'd, I would say probably just outdo you 5.1. Oh, wow. Even better. Uh, we open on Planet Express. There's a robot <laughs> mailman. He's shooting mail into the slot. It hits Nibbler in the face. 
Nibbler runs away and then is stepped on by the professor, which really made me laugh because it's not addressed. Uh, the professor says, good news. I tried to log on to AOL seven years ago. Yes. <laughs> and it just went through. The AOL slow jokes really have not aged well. No. Did anyone try and get on AOL back in the day? Yeah. Yes. <clears throat> Yeah, I spent a lot of time in those chat rooms. <laughs> I know, but did you use did you use AOL Instant Same. Messenger or did you actually have AOL? Because I didn't have AOL, but I still had AIM. Um. Okay, so in the very beginning, we had AOL. <laughs> in the very beginning in my house. And the first time I ever went online was at a friend's house and it was through AOL. And I thought that was the only, I thought like that was the only way. So when there started being new ways other than AOL, it really blew my mind. <laughs> and now you can't leave the house without being hit by some Wi-Fi. <laughs> oh, I get hit by 5G all the time. <laughs> this head is getting bigger and bigger. Did you, um, um, when did you yeah. have internet, Lee? <laughs> so we actually just got it in 2016. <laughs> it took the country by storm. <laughs> I remember being in my granny's house and I think, I'm sure we had it in our house as well, but my granny's house, there was like always this fidgety thing about like connecting the cable, the dial-up cable into, there was like a two-way socket and <laughs> you had to take the phone out and my uncle was always like, you had to pay for your phone calls. You had to give them, like, the money went into a jar. I was like, are we? Surely we're not the only ones that do. We were the only <laughs> household that had, like, collect calls in the kitchen. And, <laughs> and then I would go online and, 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 and I thought it was the most impressive thing to, like, show my family, like, look at this. It's the internet. And they're like, what are you doing? I was like, writing an email. <laughs> Who'd you send an email to? <laughs> to myself. I had two accounts. I had a Yahoo and an AOL. <laughs> oh wow. Very adventurous. Um this is how like th this is something sad I'm willing to admit to. The first time oh, no. I ever like my first introduction to chat rooms, instant message, whatever, was at a friend's birthday party. My best friend in grade school was at his birthday party. It was a slumber party. We all like spent about like, you know, 30 minutes playing around on the chat room as a group. And then I stayed to like continue exploring chat rooms and stuff and spent like two hours by myself in this, um, at this birthday party. And then my <laughs> friend's mom had to come in and tell me it was time for me to rejoin the birthday party and I had to get off the computer and I was so embarrassed. I must have been like 11. I was so embarrassed because I hadn't realized I had just sat there alone. Oh my God, this got even sadder as I told the story. Anyway, the rest of the night was fun. We played video games. <laughs> they prepare to go into the internet by putting on VR helmets and VR suits. Uh... This is the shitty metaverse that Mark Zuckerberg wants us to do. <laughs> and we learn just how shitty it is because they go inside the internet and it's full of ads. And for our viewers, if you're if you're watching the video version, behind Lee, you can see the ads. <laughs> what do some of these ads say? Steamy uh, presidential MP3s. That's pretty funny. One just says vomit. Stalk anybody. <laughs> Search Wait, two of them say vomit. It's <laughs> a lot of vomit. <laughs> I, I'm really not I feel like, trained at reading backwards. Sorry. <laughs> I feel like web ads have gotten way worse. There's spam all the time. It's very distressing to me. 
I feel um, like there's maybe less viruses now. Is that just, or am I just not in the right place? Yeah, probably fewer viruses. I'd say so. Okay. But more ads. Yeah, they um, found different ways to get in. Yeah. <laughs> now it's um those now they just fully take over your Instagram accounts and that's the virus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the internet well, is like Tron. It's mm. like a computer world you can go into. They escape the ads and they fly into the city, which is where all the information is kept. Um and they immediately decide to go look at porn. Um <laughs> now I didn't realize there was porn on the internet. Have you guys ever seen this? Oh, go to hell. What is, <laughs> is it is it how do you pronounce it again? I think it's I think it's a soft O. I think it's a p- like a porn like a porn porn porn. Um maybe it's a listen, silent O. Listen. Uh, this is this is something I've been thinking about recently. <laughs> I have a computer with a full, like, however many inches screen, yet I now prefer to watch porn on my phone <laughs> because it's just yeah. so much easier. <laughs> you know, like, and now it, like, now all my, it's like, this thing has become too many things. Like, <laughs> it was one thing in it when it was my day planner, my wallet, and my form of communication. But now that it's also my lover, like, we're getting way too dependent on these things. Can we also talk about how Apple or, and Samsung, not that I have any biases, fully, <laughs> they fully recognize that people are not only watching, but filming porn on their phones and have designed them to have like much higher specs in low light excuse me uh, <laughs> who, who apple production has like mm, these these only fans need to be a little bit better <laughs> thank goodness to the gay man working at apple who made that i'm possible. getting sick of watching this grainy shit on my own fans it's time to improve the camera yes the gay man being the ceo of course <laughs> Uh, they are walking down an alley, and Amy sees a room, which I guess would be the equivalent of a website, that says, Amy Wong naked. And I guess she's famous enough that people would care. She's, like, probably, like, a Paris Hilton She's type, an heiress. Yeah. yeah. Um, she looks in there, and she's like, whoa. And Bender says that he, it's not really Amy naked. He just put her head on someone else's body. And Leela's like, hey. hey. <laughs> Classic switcheroo. Um, <laughs> Bender has committed a uh, bit of <laughs> sexual violence here. <laughs> so if you're out there and you're thinking of leaking nudes, please don't, unless they're mine, because I don't care. Go for it. You just gave consent to all the many, many past lovers <laughs> who you've sent dick pics to. If you are in the Venn diagram of someone I've fucked and you also listened to this podcast, then yeah, you can leak my news. I don't think that person exists. <laughs> There's I think once people have sex one. with me, they're like, There's nah, I'm one, good. <laughs> because you won't stop bragging about it to all your conquests. <laughs> That's like your you. pillow talk. Are you going to listen to my podcast tomorrow, baby? <laughs> Come back tomorrow. Sounds a little bit like this. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> they go into an adult chat room called the Filthy Filthy Chat Room. Leela and Amy just go into the Filthy Chat Room. Yes, of course, because right? they they were offended by the Filthy Filthy Chat Room. Now, um, okay, there, let's. We need to have a moment to talk about the chat room. So Bender yes. puts on a disguise. He's a naughty nurse. He starts charging this guy. It's a very funny <laughs> joke because, uh, you know, they're supposed to talk dirty, and then Bender just goes, "So how about them Knicks?" <laughs> As gross as possible. And then Leela and Amy are in a different chat room and all the guys are like, where are all the women? Okay. So the two things I was thinking about is like the whole thing about chat rooms was that anonymity, you know, mm-hmm. that's what everyone fucking loved about it. I know I did as a, as a, <laughs> as a 15 year old boy who was uh, claiming to be a, Sensible twenty-eight-year-old woman, <laughs> just to see how people would treat me in the chat room, you know. Um, Doing when... drag at a young age. <laughs> that was... I do have a question. Why did you stop before thirty? Why not go? <laughs> I. You know, I think I often said I was 29. It was such a weird age to pick. Um, but I wanted to be a woman who had, you know, some of her life together, you know? Like, who had done some living, but ha- still had a whole lot of life ahead of her. Got some conversation points. <laughs> Me and my elementary school best friend, who later uh, came out as gay and became an Instagram thought. Um, so our paths kind of... We'd separated, then we ended up in the same place. Anyway, in elementary school, we played a video game called Fricadia, and it was like a furry, like online, what? like it was. It was like a an MMO without any combat. You could just make your character and walk around and talk to people. Oh, and it was Neopets, no. It was more advanced than Neopets. You like went into the world and there was like worlds you could walk around in and then you could upload your world. It was called a dream. And we started a nightclub. <laughs> and I, I did all the coding and my friend did the interior design. Coding. Um, Don't it was call really it coding, coding when it was like it you was were really... just like selecting from I had to make it menus. so when they go in the doors, they had to come out the other doors. Okay. It was pretty hard. Coding. Like, and... Python with the furries. And then we would make alternate accounts where we were girls. And then there was people who logged on to this game just to yiff, to, like, have furry sex. So we would take them to a a bathhouse. They had, like, bathhouses and brothels in the game. We would take them in like we were going to give them a show. And then we would just start acting really stupid. And we would see how long they would put up with us. It was really fun. Give them a show. (laughs) Yeah, we were, like, two lesbians and we were going to les out for them. But then we get in there and we're just like, ha, 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 LOL. (laughs) We would just run around in circles until they left. And does this game still exist? (laughs) I don't know. I I would have to look it up. (laughs) Furcadia. I'm going to see if there's any videos on YouTube. I need, need like, a visual, like, uh, companion to this story you've told me. Because I'm having a really hard time with it. (laughs) I need a full Twitch stream of this. I don't know that this actually exists anymore. I would imagine um, it does not exist anymore, but it was like a pixelated world where you could walk around and you could make your character a cat or a, a dog. Or any a chat lizard. room memories for you, Lee? Uh, so this is something that I've been wanting to like write material about for so long, but I was like, <laughs> no, nobody else went into chat rooms. <laughs> I am so glad that I'm not alone in this. Yeah. 
I, I think I had like my maybe sexual awakening in chat rooms. <laughs> mm. And like that whole thing where your parents were like, don't go on the internet because it was everybody else's. Because you'll discover yeah. yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's resources that'll help. Um, and it was just, uh, I mean, a cacophony of f- f- falsehoods. And it was, I don't have and any. And it was everyone. Like, that's what we. Here's the thing is, like, I don't feel like, uh, uh, you know, talking about it, it's like, I don't want to make it sound like catfishing is lighthearted and goofy you know but chat rooms that it was like it was like it was like light core catfishing everyone was just catfishing each other and it was like that's what you went into the chat room for yeah. <laughs> right. and, and i feel like people took like the culture of chat rooms right saying whatever you wanted and having like wacky usernames that always ended in like 69 uh, they took that kind of really toxic culture that was happening there and the an- anonymity of it and we just sliced off the anonymity and now we have facebook I feel like people just yeah. are so toxic to the point of like, this feels like a chat room, but I can see your face. Twitter is just one big chat room. Mm, um, one big chat room that Kirstie Alley has blocked me on. <laughs> I'll bring that up. As, yeah, it's one of my badges of honor. <laughs> um, they get sick of porn. Um... <laughs> They go to play video games, and Fry is like, oh, he's playing dumb. He's like, oh, I don't know what a video game is, but it turns out he has no life, so he's very good at video games. This episode's got a lot of relatable stuff for me. Yeah. Um, they go and play, like, a laser tag-type game where they just shoot lasers out of their guns, and Fry's killing everybody, and it ends up being just uh, Leela and Fry in the ends. Okay, so slight tangent because I think this is super funny, but I <clears throat> have either of you read the book um, A Long Way Home? No. Maybe not. Okay, it's by a child soldier called Ishmael oh Bea. <laughs> and I went to his book signing and he had this story that was basically that he went to college in the States and he got invited out to go paintballing. And they were like, have you ever gone paintballing before? And he was like, no, what is that? And so they bring him, they suit him up with his gun and everybody's wearing their vests and he annihilates everyone because (laughs) he's a former Sierra Leonean child soldier. And as soon as I saw Fry being like, video games, what's that? I was like, oh, Ishmael Bia. (laughs) This is so relatable. Well, everyone go buy that book. It's a great <laughs> Support book. Support this this uh, person who has escaped child soldierdom. Video games um, are one of the things. Like I'm, <clears throat> it depends on the video game, but I'm good at a lot of video games, and I'm good at picking up video games. You know, of course, there's the ones I, I like. I don't. She's do not any that good sports. at putting them down, though. I I don't do any of the sports video games. Fuck you, Nick. Um, but. It's one of the things that I like to, sh- you know, like keep in my back <laughs> pocket. You know, when you're someone as like queer, queer, <laughs> queer, queer, queer as me, anything that's like a straight 
talent that <laughs> that no one can uh, you know like tell that i have just by looking at me i like to save those as secret ammunition uh, another one used to be binge drinking but um, i don't <laughs> do that anymore i totally used to do like shot after shot after shot just to impress straight men to be like you didn't think or i could handle my liquor did you <laughs> Yeah, that's a slur. No. <laughs> I love how people think that that's like super impressive because I would do the same thing. Meanwhile, everyone else is like, someone's got a problem. The, I know. I mean, like, you do it to impress people and they're like, I'm oh, oh. really worried about you. Does anyone have like the ambulance on speed dial? <laughs> um, in the laser tag, uh, Fry has cornered Leela. Leela sees another cyclops Ooh, they make eye contact and he's like oh i saw you in the chat room and i followed you here but before he can before he can share his information fry blows up leela well he shoots him first yeah and then he kills leela and then he has his little victory um where he's he, he pulls uh, a dancing ginger around and he's laughing but then starts going like, <laughs> <laughs> like because they couldn't let Fry have his victory without also reminding everyone that he's um, a huge nerd loser <laughs> that only some people like. <laughs> I was just hoping that this would be an actual game in the metaverse um, if we all end up being... You just know, shooting each other? Uh, <laughs> just, I mean, when you put it that way, <laughs> you make it sound like I was more into the flipping exists. part. If I could flip, that would be cool. Because we could jump yes. really high and stuff. That seemed fun. Yeah, double jump. I would love a double jump. Here's the thing is, if I could be like plugged into the game the way that they um, depict it, yeah. I would probably be one of those boring players who like opens a shop. You know, so I interact with all the other players by like um, selling them mystical items. Excuse me. And I have to adventure out too because I've got to like collect these mystical items I'm going to share at my shop. But I'm not going to go on the like the deathly ones. I'm going to go on the like the intellectual quests and then get a weird oddity and then sell it at my shop and meet other people that way. You're like, come to the general store. The general store. It would be fun. That sounds fun. Uh, they are doing a popcorn delivery to like C Cinematron Seven. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> that killed me. It's a great name for a planet because it's also just what a movie theater would be called. But yes. <laughs> all of the planets have a number in them, so it works. Well, out. it could be an artificial planet. Like it doesn't have to be. Ooh. It could be like a planet they built and put in orbit somewhere, and it's just the the movie the movie planet. <laughs> it's like it's like a drive-in planet. It, yeah. yeah, that sounds really fun, honestly. <laughs> um, they're taking the popcorn there, and Leela gets uh, an email. It says, you've got mail. It's not spam. She opens huh? it up, and it's from Alcazar, <laughs> the Cyclops. And he says, hey, come meet me on this planet, and I'll tell you all about y the planet of your birth. So Leela ditches the popcorn. She shoots it into the sun, and they go to this planet. And it all pops. <laughs> In a perfect spiral. <laughs> yeah, like a sort of supernova. Sort of like the little galaxy yet. behind Jinx there. Um, so yeah, they go to this planet. It's a ruined planet. There's all these ruined cities uh, covered in vines and stuff. Uh, Fry sees a, a one-eyed sculpture. And, <laughs> and he's like, oh, lazy sculptor. <laughs> 
Um, they find Alcazar and he decides to give them a tour via lizard chariot. He's got a chariot yes. with lizards. Lizard chariot. And he says, do you mind if your servants walk? And she says, that's fine. Like, Leela's just, you know, Leela's having her, what would, this, this, she's having an awakening. She's ha- she's getting her groove back for the first time. And she doesn't give a shit about Fry and Bender. But Bender needs to do a lot of looting anyway. So this gives Bender the chance to loot around a little bit. But I love when he's giving the tour and he goes, the planet is called Cyclopia. Our people were called Cyclops. This is the, this is the capital, Cyclops City. Slow me down if I'm going too fast. For you. It's just everything Cyclops. So much information, and yet I feel like I somehow know it all already. <laughs> the writing in this episode is very, very, very good. Yes. In a lot, it's there's a lot of really good one-liners and two-liners. Alcazar little uh, foreshadowing here Alcazar says no one can go to the Forbidden Valley it's just a big old valley who knows what's going on in there something forbidden forbidden. yeah (laughs) Uh, yeah Bender uh, is his whole side plot is stealing stuff Uh, Bender doesn't do much for me in this episode but I will say the funny part for him is when he goes into the throne room and he sees all the stuff he's gonna steal he opens his chest to make yes. room and he starts taking things out. And the things he take out is a fishbowl, a toaster, a fishbowl, and then another fishbowl. <laughs> like a fishbowl full of water and a fish. That's, that's one of those jokes that like breaks joke structure. Yes. <laughs> Where you're like, but why is it funny? Surely there it, can't be another fishbowl. Yeah. <laughs> there are times when Dela and I are writing together where we just get the stupidest fucking idea. And then that stupid idea leads to a stupider idea. And then what we end up going with is something even stupider stupider <laughs> than all of that. And I feel like that's the that's the joy of working with other people. Because... If you get a stupid idea by yourself, who's there to say, nah, it needs to be, if we're going to go that route, it needs to be even stupider. You know, like you need to have that other voice in the room that's saying, this only works if, you know, (laughs) and that for me, this is one of those jokes. Because when the third, or or, how many fishbowls in (laughs) total, (laughs) when the third fishbowl came out, it was like, this took it seems like a random joke, but it probably was a huge, long discussion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's one of those things of, like, when you're alone by yourself. And I noticed this in, like, isolation. I was like, oh, that's a really funny thought. And I was like, is it, Lee? Is that funny? Do you have anyone to corroborate that with? And I'm like, I'm sure, ser- I'm sure serial killers that, like, eat people, they think that it's a, it's a great idea. And no it's, one, a, it's a great no one took- gas. <laughs> right? It's like, no, this is why we have a society. <laughs> oh my uh, god. Leela asks Alcazar what happened to the Cyclops people, and he says, Oh, it's too painful. I can't tell you. But then later that night, she awakens in her bed, and he's crying in his room. And she goes in there and she says, Hey, can you please tell me? I'm very interested. Um, okay, but it's going to make you cry. And I don't want you getting cold from all the tears. Or <laughs> what is the line? Did you write it down? Our people don't like being cold. <laughs> There's just an but extended thing where he's you're gonna, like you're gonna get manipulating all her the tears. very obviously. Yeah, yeah. yeah but it's all manipulating. He's he's putting the moves on her. Um, 
But he says something like, okay, but if I tell you this story, you're going to cry and you're going to get wet from all the tears. Yeah, like, you've said that several times now, James. That's it? That's the line? <laughs> that's the line. <laughs> if okay. you think it's so funny, you write it down like I do. Look at all these notes. I don't this is do why well I'm the producer. This is why I'm the producer. You're the grunt. <laughs> I'm the Mary. <laughs> Feed me the line. Feed me the line. <laughs> Um, they they tell the story of the eyeless mole people who were <laughs> envious of the one-eyed people's visual prowess, so they shoot nukes in every direction. <laughs> and unfortunately, one of the forty planets that was hit was Cyclopia. <laughs> Which so that that is just like a flat-out lie that he's just told. Yes. <laughs> Which like, I love that they wrote him as a liar. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, what a grand for lie. the end of the episode, <laughs> a lot of what Alcazar is saying is a lie. But what I love about the lies that they wrote for him to tell Leela, it's like, obviously, you know, Cyclopia, Cyclops Town. (laughs) Um, It's like he's just, he's got a very small amount of information about Leela. And he's spinning a whole world's <laughs> history out of it. This is so how like, fish work. Who, who would be the natural enemy of the Cyclops? Obviously blind people. <laughs> <laughs> There's a funny depth perception uh, joke where <laughs> the scientist is looking into the sky. Miles away. <laughs> how far do you think it is? Uh, a trillion miles? And then they blow up. It's funny that they, uh, oh no, I guess they make it in the first episode. Leela has, she's taken swipes at Fry and she goes, stand still, I don't have good depth perception. (laughs) They make jokes about Leela's depth perception periodically throughout the series. (laughs) And Alcazar says he survived because he was digging a possum out of a pool. He could have made up anything. (laughs) He was just underwater, so he wasn't, wasn't affected by the nuke. Yeah, it didn't boil the water he was in. (laughs) He wasn't affected by the radiation afterwards. Um, And he also says, the scientists, they put a baby into a rocket ship and shot it off into space. Alcazar, I used to be a baby. (laughs) So, that's it. We have the origin of Leela. Or do we? (laughs) Um... And then Leela says... Did you say Kal-El? Yes, thank <laughs> Very you. Very Kal-El. <laughs> Kal-El, <Then> no! <laughs> Do you know that video? Leela says, Mom, we don't have that? to be the last... No, we don't have to be the last two Cyclops. You're a man, I'm a woman, and Alcazar says, I'm not following. <laughs> I just think it's so funny that after... I mean, like, he's playing dumb after being so blatant... Yes. Trying to seduce her the whole time, and then he gets there. And I'm not following. <laughs> <laughs> um. So they boink. They have a bunch of sex, and then uh, they wake up the next morning, and he's instantly a jerk. He's like, "Make me breakfast." Hilarious. Yeah. Um, Men are pigs. <laughs> <laughs> He's very toxic. He shames her into doing all this housework. Um, They're having breakfast with Fry and Bender. And she says, look, Alcazar. And he says, call me Al. (laughs) Look, Look, Al. Al. And then it's Peg (laughs) (laughs) 
Bundy. And it's then just from fully then Peg on, Bundy. and then they, I love that they go full tilt. She starts dressing like Peg Bundy because Al makes it. Here's my only gripe. Here's my only gripe is it should have been Ed O'Neill voicing Alcazar. Yes. I wish it and was. It should, and he should have been kind of disguising his voice earlier in the yes. episode. And then from I this agree. point on, may, I'm sure they tried. Maybe mm-hmm. he said no. Maybe he was taking a break. Because he kind of was like, you know, between Married with Children and um, Modern Family, he didn't do a lot. I <laughs> So I feel like maybe he took a long hiatus. But if they had gotten Ed O'Neill to voice this character, it just would have been perfect. And I hope they get Ed O'Neill for the new season um, to do something. You know, just it, it's just so satisfying for young 90s kids to, like, get Peg Bundy again. <laughs> Only yes. 90s kids will know. <laughs> Lee, you're younger than us, right? Um, I'm 29, if I'm allowed to say. That's barely... <laughs> Allowed. (laughs) Sometimes people get offended because I'm so young. You do have a baby face. I mean, it's you're as old as Jinx was in the chat room. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sometimes Jinx's age. It's covered in hair, but you have a baby face. But followers of your Instagram will know you don't have a baby body, Daddy. (laughs) (laughs) No, this is like a slab. Objectify me, please. <laughs> uh, Fry tells Leela that Alice. Oh, wait, no, I skipped some stuff. Fry decides to go look in the Forbidden Valley because he's so suspicious, but he jumps the fence and he lands in a trapdoor that's made out of grass. That made me laugh. Um, and then we get into the full Married with Children parody with the couch and everything. And the best part of it is the studio audience that is just some of Al's friends <laughs> that he invited over. And it's two just rats and watch. a pig. <laughs> and they Rat keep... guy and his girlfriend and pig man. <laughs> and pig man. <laughs> or do they just call him pig? Um, I think they just call him pig. I don't know. What I love about this is... Uh, this is basically the target demo of, of Married with Children <laughs> or just your average Fox viewer. Um, I love that um, Matt Groening projects always make fun of Fox relentlessly in there. I mean, Fox kind of does that in a lot of their shows. Like, I think Married with Children made fun of Fox a lot, too. It's this weird, like, self-deprecating thing that they like to do that I think they think allows them to get away with also being a conservative Republican shit-spewing network. Right. Well, 30 Rock is constant NBC jokes, so maybe it's just like... Maybe if it's you're, just a thing in TV. It might just yeah. be like cynical writers are like, hey, can if I'm going to sell my soul, can I at least make fun of can my I boss? Least, yeah, can I make take a few pot shots at the big guy? <laughs> <laughs> can I shit on the network that's paying me? <laughs> what are the network names in Ireland or Scotland? You're in Scotland currently, but you're an Irish person. Shh, don't tell people where I'm located. Um, <laughs> yeah, in Ireland we have like, there's RT2, there's RT1, which is Radio Television. RT2? Yes, that's it. Uh, Ireland is sponsored by Star Wars. They got bought out there. It's a small enough island. I feel like Disney, Disney could do it. Um, yeah, we have like. There's the English language channels, and then there's like a hybrid, and then there's also the Irish language channels as well, which is called TG Cahar. Um Do you speak any uh, Gaelic, Irish? What's what's the is language? Is it Gaelic called? or Gaelic? I heard ga- it's, gar- is it's, it garlic? 
It's <laughs> that's why you have no vampires on Ireland. That's, that's it. No vampires or snakes. Um, <laughs> it's Gaelic or Osgilga in Ireland, and then it's Gaelic in like the Scottish Isles. Uh, okay, okay. And and Scotland as well. Do you Scotland speak is... any, or is it like a dead language like Latin? Uh, how dare you? Um, no, <laughs> I left when I was ten and was a horrible student. So mm-hmm. the only things that I can say are like individual words and yeah, and and the do odd it. prayer. <laughs> do it, do it, do it, do it. <laughs> I mean, there's like to say like how are you is konnasatatu. Um, and then in in when we moved to America, my mum would always like try to not say the word bed when it was time for my little brother to go to bed. So she'd go, "Laba, laba," and I was like, "You know, you can you could just talk to me. <laughs> like, <laughs> we don't have to be whispering in Irish." Um, but I remember saying like Irish prayers at school in America, and to like throw people. For a loop and be like oh my god he's foreign and i was like i just pray i just literally prayed for you because <laughs> it's the only thing that was bet into us at school um i have a question when you lived in america for 12 years mm. um would you just bust out a little gaelic and and um the men and ladies pants would just drop <laughs> uh uh, yes. <laughs> Wouldn't you? Wouldn't you? Um, I just want to know if it worked. I wanted to know if you were like sexually, sexually sauntering over to someone going, you're totally, 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 totally. A lot of the time it was like, it just became kind of a... a something that came as an obstacle in school and, and like out and about because people were like oh my god you say farm funny could you say farm again <laughs> oh no like, Americans oh. are the worst look at how obsessed I've been this entire it's like <laughs> your voice is different <laughs> Americans just love anything exotic like that's why when my partner who's British comes over here he's he thinks he's gonna just clean up because all he has to do is talk and, and Americans are like Good to go. <laughs> They're like, oh, the oppressors are back. Ooh, <laughs> Ooh daddy. Uh, <laughs> Lee, we heard a new form of dom and sub play. <laughs> yeah. Lee, we heard a bit of your American accent there. It was pretty accurate. Do you wanna do you wanna give us an example? Talk a little bit as an American. <laughs> oh, I, I go into like a full valley girl. I have like a, a like, That's what we like all sound like. <laughs> Ten minutes of like American girls coming up to you at the bar and being like, Hi, my name is Shannon with an E. <laughs> I'm fourteen percent Irish. <laughs> Don't do the math because I can't. Um I mean when I was still doing stand up, I had about five minutes about the Dutch accent. <laughs> You just gotta pick a white accent that you can do and just go nuts. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my favorite is the Finnish. Like, I went to Finland with my nieces uh, and my mother. <laughs> it was a weird. It was a weird combo. She was like, "I need someone who can protect them." Um, and we were on the plane, and usually it's like, "Would you like tea or coffee or apple juice and orange juice?" And on the plane, they were like. Yeah, would you like blueberry juice or dreams? And I was like, oh, <laughs> I'll take I'll take dreams, blueberry dreams. Um, <laughs> so fun. I there's just you know there's just endless fun to be had. Um, 
talking about the eccentricities of the motherland. Um, <laughs> Russia? <laughs> yes. No, right. you know, the, the Anglo-Saxon birthplace, I don't know. I, I get most of my historical facts from the game. Um, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. <laughs> this is how I understand how ancient Europe worked. <laughs> the only reason I understand World War II is I used to play a lot of Call of Duty. Yeah. Um, Okay, fries in the dungeon. <laughs> fries in I the thought dungeon. That the druids were a real nuisance. <laughs> fries in the dungeon. And he is telling uh, Leela, hey, don't marry this guy. He's a jerk. And Leela says, yeah, I know, but I got to repopulate the race. So they agree <laughs> to get married. And we have a yeah. wedding. Um, yeah, I love Leela's wedding dress. It's a serve. Oh, it was so chic. I would have that wedding dress made again. Amy's um, uh, outfit is also very nice. She has yes. a floor-length red gown, but it's it's a it's a tight fit. It's, it's a tight like, fit. There's like a like leg a split skirt. in it too, isn't there? <laughs> there might have, there might be a little Jolie leg split in there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not quite sure. It's a real classy wedding, is the point. <laughs> <laughs> um, Professor Zoidberg is dressed is... like an '80s prom. <laughs> Zoidberg is upset that it, because there's always there's well, the they're trope all crying, of crying. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, Zoidberg's crying because someone else wore the same sandals as yes. him. <laughs> and it's the oh, pig. And that's like a that's a sexist trope um, from weddings is that there's always a woman crying because someone else wore the same dress as her mm. um, um, I also love that they get there in a limousine spaceship that can <laughs> travel as fast as a regular spaceship yeah interesting I yeah. always wonder like is the Planet Express ship a it's a luxury. I, I understand that. You didn't let it's me like finish. An RV you never let me finish. Because the cars can also travel between planets. Like okay. Amy's car in the car episode um, okay. can just fly to Mars. So I feel like all cars are but spaceships, can the car but, only not fly... all... <laughs> but not all spaceships are cars. <laughs> but can the car only go like within the Milky Way? And like if you want to go light speed to this Cyclopia planet, you have to have a warp drive or whatever. <laughs> okay. It's a question. Um, <laughs> they're at the wedding. Um, <laughs> L- Fry manages to break out of the dungeon because Leela gives him a big bottle of champagne and he bashes the door with it and the cork flies loose and hits the button outside the window that opens it. And it's really funny because it he like celebrates by pouring the champagne on himself, but <laughs> the door almost closes in that amount of time. Wait, we glossed over the. <laughs> okay, we glossed over that Leela's been giving fried tacos as his yes. like dungeon oh, food. Yes. And then the second thing it, that we glossed over is when Fry was like, um, <laughs> it's horrible down here. I'm living like an animal, dropping my waist wherever, <laughs> wherever I can. And she goes, animals typically go in the corner. And he goes, the corner. <laughs> like, I fucking love that moment yeah. so much with Fry. Fry is such an idiot. He's like a uh, horse. Horses don't yeah. even stop walking. They just. <laughs> he gets out. Um, Fry discovers something most concerning. Um, uh, Fry well, he and... decides to go to the Forbidden Valley with Bender. 
Yes. Yeah, and they find all the evidence that there's a lot more going on on this planet than they previously presumed. <laughs> Four um, identical castles, each more each identical, more than, identical than, the last. than the last. <laughs> um, wait, this looks just like the Cyclops in that other city, except this one has five eyes, and here's a statue with no eyes. Well, <laughs> yeah. Bender pops all the rubies. <laughs> but now, I was wondering at this moment, because we're starting to learn that this is all a facade. We're starting to learn that this is all a big show. So those probably aren't rubies. Like, Bender's probably True. stealing costume jewelry. This whole time Bender's been looting, it's probably all, like, fucking, you know, just set pieces, right? Well, what if the planet was actually abandoned and he found all this... I don't know. It's a really hard I want to see, like, I want to see <laughs> an episode that's just, like, what the 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 prologue but <laughs> the like what happened before we encounter this shapeshifter because did he inherit this planet like in a crazy like a uh, will <laughs> like, did his did rich uncle upon us? leave him this planet <laughs> is there an element of truth to the apocalypse story he just made up the cyclops part well if it did happen though I feel like more places would be in ruin because the other ones were like beautifully built up, no? I guess. They weren't really destroyed. They just had vines everywhere, <laughs> which I right. feel that like could be set, been, de- set dressing. That, yeah, that could have just been that they like, um, they, uh, they, f- <laughs> I feel like the animators <laughs> forgot that it needed to look distressed <laughs> yeah. in the other cities <laughs> because I'm sure, I'm sure it was similar stories for everyone. But what I want to know is if he's the one person living on this planet, he built those five castles. <laughs> like, <laughs> is he doing all the manual labor or is he hiring out? Well, maybe there's like 3D printers in the future. <laughs> I mean, he's some kind of shapeshifter, so, I mean, anything's possible. The robo-preacher is officiating the wedding. We know this (laughs) robo-preacher well. We see him from time to time. I'm surprised Mm -hmm. they were able to get him. I thought he would be busy. (laughs) Well, Jinx, you've officiated weddings before. Lee, do you think think now that you... Oh, you have. I was going to ask. Because I was thinking... As your priest character? I was going to say so I'm the fringe show that I'm doing at the Edinburgh Fringe. I've opened it up suggestions if anybody wants to get married at that, and I will marry them <gasps> as the priest character. That sounds so fun. I'll I'll come and I'll get married. <laughs> yeah, whoever wants to. And, and and someone took you up on it before. Uh, so the whole reason why I got ordained was because two of my really good friends wanted me to marry them. And that's why you have two husbands now. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I that was got a funny ordained. joke about polygamy, Mom. Did you get it? I heard. I had. I heard the joke. I got <laughs> ordained. Um, um two uh, lovely young gentlemen um asked me to marry them at DragCon. They they asked me at DragCon to marry them or DragCon right. weekend, and so I got ordained later that year. And then, like I don't know, something like eight months later, I married these two people it was an amazing experience because have you ever seen the uh, movie midsummer yes yes oh <laughs> this my was basically midsummer was but like but friendly and happy it was like this okay. um this uh uh I, I can't even remember what their lineage was but they had 
a, a very big family of like beautiful blonde. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it could be a number of places. <laughs> <laughs> and it felt like Midsummer, but no tragedy and no murder. <laughs> um, at the wedding, uh, Al is rushing the vows. He really wants to get this over with. And right before Leela says yes, Fry enters on the lizards. Him and Bender <laughs> are on the lizards. the lizards. Yes. <laughs> And they say, wait a minute, you got to see this. And some lady walks in and she's also in a bride's gown. And I think she was in House of Gucci because she's like, Alcazar, why you only have a one eye? <laughs> she was like an Italian five-eyed lady. Alcazar, why you only have a one eye? That's Tress McNeil. <laughs> um... Yeah, and the ruse kind of starts to fall apart. There's a very funny moment where Al is trying to keep it going, and he's like, uh, she, she's nuts. Leela, you gotta listen to me. I can alien. morph into a five-eyed alien, and I kinda told kinda her I'd said marry I would marry <laughs> But I really want to marry you. Uh, there is a... Okay, I was wondering, he's trying to have all five weddings on the same day. Yes. But he's marrying Leela first, even though she's clearly the last the last one. And I also have to wonder, like, mm. he only had the five castles. Wait, didn't he say he ha- he inherited five castles? Because <laughs> he, he, in his, He doesn't like, say where he got them. He says, I just wanted to bang five aliens five and five... weirdos. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> five castles. I mean... <laughs> um, but why is Leela's wedding first? She was the last one in the hat trick. <laughs> I have an answer. Mm-hmm. Maybe he told the other ones that he was on business, but they were already <laughs> engaged. So he was like, I'll be back on our wedding day. And he shows up and he's like, it's time to get married. Um, he also I- spent the night with Leela, though. Well, yeah, but he's he says to them, I'm going to be away for like two weeks. And when we get back, when I get back, right. we'll get married. So now, he's de- he's dedicating that two weeks to getting Leela to marry him, and then he can marry all of them at once. Which is this impressive. Is, this Honestly, is my yeah. thought. Um, <laughs> my thought is because he's clearly a misogynist, chauvinist asshole. Um, I have this f- theory that he's trying to marry all five of them, but he does seem most concerned with Leela's wedding and marrying Leela if he was setting priorities and. Excuse me. My um, my theory is that it's because she's the most human looking, or she's the least like. Mm. Um, she's got but human. Then th- that's assuming privilege. that that's assuming that the whole universe is as human centric as Earth is. Girl, they might be. They might. Girl, be. they might be. Who's <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, fucking Zap Brannigan is judging the Miss Universe pageant, even though it's yeah. all sorts of weird <laughs> shaped aliens. <laughs> Speaking of weird shaped aliens, a couple more run in. We've got a rhino lady. I can't remember what her accent was. <laughs> and there's like a purple bug monster who's like a skinny bug. And then there's like just a fucking striped pile of bullshit with eyes sticking out. Eyeballs. Yeah. (laughs) This reminded me of when I was in high school and we would like draw (laughs) characters and you were just like, all right, you draw the next limb. And just like passes. Wait a second, you were still drawing doodles in high school? 
yeah, do I look educated? <laughs> do I look like I have any sort of a degree? <laughs> He's a very creative boy, Mom. Lee, I'm so sorry. She's being really mean. That's okay. Is, I'm used to it. She's just on a power trip because she called her, she's calling herself the producer. She's just going nuts. Lee is short for Leanne Rhymes. Okay, perfect. <laughs> How do I live? Um, so the women get to beat Did up. You know Balthazar. that song's from Con Air. Oh my god, the, Con Air uh, is nominated the, for the an Academy Award. The brides all beat Balthazar, <laughs> and then Leela, Leela gets her final. She gets her final um, zinger in, and she goes. Alcazar, I only have one question for you. If you can change form, how come you didn't change your pl- change yourself the one place it counts? <laughs> and then the studio audience goes wild. <laughs> we'll get that sound. We'll get that sound drop for next week. I'm sorry, I didn't have time. Which is a joke that hasn't I've got this aged one. well. <laughs> Amazing. That one's fun, right? Yeah, I I do. When we when I was watching this, I was thinking like. Eh, Futurama, I wish you weren't making a a joke that uh, puts emphasis on the size of a penis because that just is... I feel like penis size emphasis is responsible for a lot of toxic masculinity. <laughs> Say that ten times fast. Penis size emphasis, penis size emphasis, penis size emphasis. <laughs> Penis emphasis. Penis size emphasis is something you know. I had to come up with jokes to like debuff the penis size emphasis in my life. And my go-to to joke, yeah, <laughs> my go-to joke was, uh, "It doesn't matter how big I am, baby. You won't be dealing with that part of me. <laughs> You're not even gonna see the front half of me, Mister." <laughs> You're like, excuse me, but the office is in the back. <laughs> Jinx is the we opposite take deliveries of Hedwig. in the back. <laughs> Jinx is the opposite of Hedwig. Don't love the front of me. <laughs> don't, don't you concern yourself with what's going on up there. So they fly you're away. Wait, you're gonna have your hands full. <laughs> they fly away in a spaceship, um, as they often do. And I, th- I really thought this was gonna end with uh, Leela's parents in the sewer, but it did not. It ends on the very sweet note of. How many Did that planets could there already be? happen? No, not that, yet. No, that it's we so keep hard. thinking it's going to happen, but it hasn't happened so, yet. Yeah, you. I thought it was going to happen here too, but I re- I remember that she's like on the balcony of the Planet Express um, yeah. building when that happens. But we all know what's coming. Um, <laughs> Lee, do you know? Do you know who who the parents are? As in, like their birth Leela's, certificates. Leela's birth parents. Oh, yeah, I know that they're 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 sewer people. Yeah. <laughs> Shh. Shh! Don't tell. I was asking if you knew. I didn't say announce it. <laughs> I feel like you can bleep it out. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's more work for me, the producer. Sorry. Are we doing spoilers from a show in the nineties? <laughs> <laughs> we we constantly are spilling all kinds of secrets, but I don't know who is listening to this podcast who hasn't already seen the show. What would you possibly be getting out of it? Um, Mod Flanders dies in season 11 of The Simpsons. Deal with it. Dumbledore! Um, uh, Lee, before I ask you our compulsory questions that we end every episode with, um, I want to tell you my tired... Um, uh, stupid 
drag joke that I always make on stage about bisexuals. Well, I used to make. I haven't had a reason to make this joke. (laughs) (laughs) You know how drag queens have those tired, stupid jokes that they tell once per show? Like, somebody tip her a cheeseburger. Mm -hmm. Um, Or like, uh, someone buy me shots. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you're straight? So spaghetti till you get it hot and wet. Um, Uh. My joke was... um, when we had to do the roll call, how many gay guys are here today? <laughs> silence. I'm glad that, silence. Trend, that trend is dying. But um, I would go, how many bisexuals do we have here tonight? And the bisexuals would scream and I'd go, I like to call, this is my Samantha Jones, I like to call bisexuals fence riders. And I like to call my ass a fence. Is that a good joke or not? Yeah. <laughs> It's it's a joke that I feel like if you don't want to use it on bisexuals anymore, you could use it on literally anything. <laughs> I think I'm it works because it doesn't slutty. contribute to my erasure. Now, why don't uh, we go yeah. into the questions? Shall we do but the questions? But it implies that they're writing some kind of fence as if they're eventually going to have to choose one side of the fence. We're going right. to do, do the questions now. that's problematic in nature. Sure, sure. We're going to do the questions now. Hey, hey. Let me ask you something. First question, Lee. <laughs> mm. um, of all the Futurama characters, who would you do? Leela. Leela? Uh, yeah, but also... Uh, Why'd you say that like it was a secret? Uh, because no, nobody, wants to, nobody wants to do her. Are you Everyone kidding? Does. She is kidding. 90% kidding. of the... <laughs> settle down. Settle down. She's a hottie, okay? Um, also Amy uh, and also Bender. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Very well. That I wouldn't reveal something. Well, you know, spoiler, but um, Bender and Amy are a couple at some point in the show. Um, big I spoiler. I was a problem. Um, I was just thinking, like, that would be a great time for you to, like, have a threesome with the two of them. So if you yeah. go to that point in the show's timeline, <laughs> make yourself available. Maybe meet them at the hip joint. That's the bar they go to. Uh, <laughs> also, animate myself. <laughs> also, animate yourself. <laughs> and then they'll come over to you and they'll be like, hey, my girlfriend and I really dig your vibe. <laughs> Tell you from across the park, <laughs> across the galaxy. Um, the Into next it. question. <laughs> the next question is, um, who do you most identify with of the Futurama cast? Um, it flips a lot, but I feel like <laughs> the professor. There's a bi joke there. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler, it's my entire life. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The professor was actually who I was going to guess for you. I don't know why I knew it was going to be the professor, but I did. Because my old wrinkly balls. (laughs) Um, (laughs) (laughs) And the final question is, will you be watching more Futurama? I can't wait for the new uh, series to come out, or new season. So yes. You can say series. We'll we'll translate for the Americans. Yeah, thank you. (laughs) The new season on Hulu. Um, Disney uh, Plus in the UK, as we learned. Disney Plus in the UK. It's all Um, there. But do you think you'll start binging the old episodes to get you ready for the new series? I I actually am 
about to that and I need to start watching uh, not to plug something else but Rick and Morty because <laughs> it's in a similar vein but yeah I need to go back and watch pretty much everything in Futurama because the joke writing is so rich and I'm like oh this is my this is me my sense of humor and I like it felt like I forgot about it for a little bit it's it's I mean it's not without its problems but it's a very good show and I'm so glad that you could join us today to talk about it oh God, I think this honor. was um one of our horniest episodes yet <laughs> Latrice Royale um told us that it always comes back to sex with us it's just the combo of it's the mother-son duo of me and <laughs> Nick um Things in, get too spicy for the pepper. <laughs> in fairness to both of you, the beginning of this episode is literally like the red light district, but on the internet. So <laughs> set up was there. It, it set a precedent for the rest of the episode. Um, Lee, I where hope, can people find you? <laughs> I was just going to say, oh. I hope our viewers and listeners go find you on the socials. Yeah, so my social security number is... Um, <laughs> You're <laughs> I, Irish! You don't have one of those! <laughs> I've, got, I've got more than you know. Um, <laughs> I can be found on pretty much every social media. My name, at Lee Brophy, but chop off, <laughs> chop off the Y, so it's Lee Brof, because somebody beat me to the... beat me to the cut. So, Lee Brof, Lee Brophy, I'm literally everywhere, um... Shoot me a DM if you want to chat. That's it. Ooh, wow. I, I may slide or may into not. The DMs. <laughs> yeah, slide in. Go on. I'm very sociable. <laughs> um, I I thoroughly enjoy. I, I I can't take on TikTok. It feels like my life oh. is already spent enough on screens. I'm not trying to sound pretentious. I'm just an old hermit. But I do appreciate the Instagram people who put the best of their TikTok mm. on Instagram because that's pretty much all I have capacity for these days. And you have a wonderful content that you're constantly posting, ping-ponging back and forth between um, um, witty commentary and thirst traps. So um, Lee has everything you want in an Instagram profile. <laughs> that is the every- kindest and most accurate description. <laughs> I hope everyone goes and follows you and learns a little bit more about Ireland through your page. <laughs> Not that any of my content is about Irish. It's not Irish-centric, but um, I could listen to that charming voice all day. Um, Thank you so much for being our guest. And thank you all for listening and or watching at all. I'm Jinx Monsoon. That's Nick Sahoya. And we will be back next Monday with a brand new episode of I'm 40% Podcast. And I will still be the producer. Good night, everybody. (laughs) Thank you.